This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball champion is... Shy from the hot of America, on air and online. And at that ticket, FM is on the block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Welcome to it on a Wednesday. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland in the building. Still feeling a little better than yesterday? Unfolded from the plane slightly? I mean, body's, body's recuperated, but let's be real about it, Austin. We're always red, red, red eye flights, they stink. Mm-hmm. They're good, but they stink. I, I have never been, I, I would say, ever since kind of retiring, you know, you have just these little aches, whether it be in your knees, hips, back. Your uh, body, <laughs> uh, I don't sleep well on the plane. Oh, just boy. can't get comfortable. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, first class exit row, it doesn't matter. Just don't sleep comfortably. And I was tired. So flight left late. You fly in. You get to your next location. You got a short layover because, you you know, you're transferring. And uh, you just get thrown off. And I love the ticket so much. So I said, you know, I got to come down here. Get with my boys. Yes, sir. Uh, hang out with them. And uh, I got to do it all again tomorrow. Good gosh. Have to or get to? Um, I have, you know, yeah, I've talked to you about Cerebro Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a meeting uh, with them. Some updates, and we've got a big meeting with um, a gentleman by the name of Rodney Woods. Uh, Rodney Woods uh, was one of the guys that when I first came to Dallas, um, you know, kind of took a liking. He's a hooper. He's still hooping these days, and he's, he's, he's older than me. You know, he's mm-hmm. in his mid-50s. And uh, but he works with T Mac, and uh, they have a company together. And uh, we had uh, you know had some conversations, sent some information to them, and so we're gonna go meet with them and just kind of see if there's some synergies there based on what they're doing and and you know what we're doing. And so uh, because I facilitated that, you know, you gotta kind of be the handoff guy, similar to like a relay, right? It's like it's like yes, a relay, sir. you know. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be the guy, mm-hmm. you know, just hand off the baton, let them do what they do best. Um, and just be in a support role. Yeah, it's your interest, so you got to be there. Got to get to be involved. Got to in some form or fashion. Uh, speaking of interest, something you're interested in, I know that I'm interested in, that our listeners are interested in. Mary Ellen's food for the soul back oh, yeah. open today. Go get you some. Plain and simple. Sticks to your ribs. <clears throat> just leave you feeling good all day. I might. I if it wasn't going south, because I got to go home and still pack. And when I went to Cali, I went only just because. I took golf clothes, change of clothes, comfortable clothes, mm-hmm. some shorts in case I decided to work out, a couple pairs of shoes, and a pair of jeans. Nice and Small, easy. small, you know, small yeah. getaway. Because, you know, that freaking golf bag is like something else, right? <laughs> and then I had to, obviously, because I still work when I'm on the road, so I had to take my, you know, my mics and lights and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I was thick in that area. But I wasn't thinking the suitcase, and so I've got to go. Re, I've got to go change and re readjust because it's going to be a different type of getaway. So I got. I, got, I had to come back and do it, bro. My sister was like, 
Strick, why didn't you just stay? Because I went through Dallas, right? She's just, why didn't you just, <laughs> why didn't you just stay here? I was like, nah, I got to get back and change clothes. And well, we're so glad you got, to have you back. Glad man, to see you in studio today. It's always good to come in the studio, man. You know, especially now that we're on the stream and, you know, Allo 951, uh, where you can find us. It's always good to, you know, be in studio next to you guys and having good conversations, chopping it up. A lot of stuff in the news today, man. Um, some disappointments in some ways, um, some things that may hurt. Uh, and you got to ask some questions why. Let's start there yeah, because this is a conversation that we can take wherever you want to go. Whether you want to go, uh, you know, the former player route or just the the neutral observer of the roster route. Hunter Salas announced his decision today. Yeah. Not Nebraska. Going to Wake Forest. I'm going to give you my opinion, Strick, that I'm going to get out of the way. Floor is yours. When Nebraska lost out on JV and McCollum, the Siena transfer to Oklahoma, I didn't think it was that big a deal because that to me said, okay, uh, McCollum, must have some indications that Nebraska is going all in on the trail right cell junior and Hunter Salas. Those are the guys they want. Yeah. That's what that told me. It's like, okay, good for Oklahoma. Would have been nice to have him, but he must be getting indications. Well, then we find out the trail right cell junior is going to go to Alabama. Better program. Different than type Nebraska, of red. Different red <laughs> for sure. Um, thought Nebraska had a, a, a shot at him, but he goes yeah. to, you know, a better, more, you know, sustained program at this point in Alabama. Can't really, you know, be too upset about that. Good for him. He was making yeah. a move to a good program. Yeah. Like, okay, well, he missed out on those two guys. You got to get Hunter Salas. Right. You got to have another right. young guard, another guy that can fill well, in for Emmanuel Bandamel. And you miss Trout, too. You miss on Trout. You miss now on Salas. And, and, and last Hill. year, you missed on... You know, your real first your real first uh pick mm -hmm. of the draft was Shireman. Yeah. You missed him too. So you're 0 for four on local Basically, kids. Other and, than Greasel. Right. So one for five on local kids. And the only other one in the pipe right now potentially is Josiah Alec, yeah. who seems like he can be a nice role player, but I don't think he's going to have quite the impact that a lead guard would have yeah. had in yeah. right cell or salad. So this begs a couple questions number one did nebraska just get out recruited you know by alabama because they have more to sell right now do they get out recruited by wake forest who was an ncaa tournament team steve forbes is doing some good things or did nebraska really do everything that's power to get these guys um i, I like i said i know the families and i'm not going to divulge in depth but i can divulge surface level conversations that i had like with senior um, I did not reach out and talk to Salas because uh, I didn't want to be a part of that process. If I was, if I was connected to the university, that would have been something I would have done. Uh, I've known Jessica and, you know, her family and, and, uh, you know, them for a little bit, you know, just had a little discussion with them, kind of just picked their brain about things. And if I had been connected, but being that I wasn't, I didn't you know, in that, in that standpoint, but I did because I'm really, really close with the trail right cell senior and having the conversations. I, um, I will say, I will, I will divulge this. He, Fred and the, and the crew did a good job based on what they told me. Did a good, did a great job. You know, um, they liked them. They felt good about it. Um, they, uh, thought everything with the facilities were good. Uh, opportunities with, you know, probably NIL was, was going to be there being local. Mm -hmm. um, I would say probably liked it a little bit better than up the road. Um, 
But at the end of the day, I think this was a decision that most young men would do. And it's similar to what the mentality Stricky had coming out of college. And that was a mob mentality. I had a money over, you know, uh, other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mentality, like I literally was focused on the task at hand. And I think that's what Latrell Rysell Jr. is, it, you know, based on the conversations I had. Mm-hmm. He really is focused on next level move ups. And he felt that being here could have possibly, possibly, been you know uh, I don't know for sure because I didn't talk to him but it could have been a distraction because you got to be built different to be home and to be able to to play at a, at a level um, you, you're you're going to be constantly hounded you got to think about all the things that's going to happen on a young man you're going to be constantly hounded everybody's going to want tickets um, you know I remember when me and Dre were here um, even with Badge just how much we got hounded, got pulled in so many different ways. Um, people in the street were saying, oh, you guys should be, you know, doing this or you should be doing that or you should be playing this. You're getting all this type of stuff, right? And I think it's good sometimes just to kind of separate yourself from those situations. And uh, him moving up, he wants to stay focused on the task at hand, and that's good into the NBA and going to the next level. Uh, he felt that was probably the best best place for him to do so. And that to me is a very mature decision Yeah, where, yeah. you know, yes, Nebraska's had you know some success with guys, but some guys in the NBA, Alabama's done it for the last, you know, five years, yeah, pretty consistently. So if that is his mentality, he's going to get the same or a very comparable level of competition in the SEC. It's still a jump up in a system that I think will really play to yeah, his strengths. I think so too. You're so, right. Awesome. I think you're right. The system I think fits him perfectly Mm -hmm. he's a three he's a three level guy um yes their point guards handle but their point guards are called on to do other things too Mm -hmm. and that's what's i think that's a really good system for him too um Mm -hmm. i think the nebraska open system could have been good for him i think it takes the ball away from a little bit but now here's a discussion you gotta have you lose salas you lose him you you need a lead guard right now where's he or no there's no she where's he coming from I, I let's be real. I don't know. And so now you've got to take a look at Casey Talanaga. What decision is he going to make? Mm-hmm. I would say he would have loved to land somebody like them. Either one of them, if yeah. not both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he would have. He, you know, okay, ooh, okay. I got, I got somebody that can go. You know, a little running mate with me. Um, without that, no Derek Walker because I they had a good relationship. You know, you could tell they really gel together. Um, now you've got to gel with a whole new crew, but you're just unsure and you don't know. And you're top of the scouting report. You know, there's no yeah. one that's going to, you know, at least right now, Strick, there's no one that's going to, you know, bump Casey from the top of that no. scouting report. No. Latrell Wright still scoring at three levels might have. Hunter Salas handling the ball, at least someone else to worry about, especially yeah. as explosive as he could have been. Bryce Williams is a fun piece, interesting piece, but I don't think he's going to do a lot of ball handling. Yeah. So, so they're going to call on Jamarcus to step up a whole nother level. That they are. Yeah. If there is a lead guard out there in the transfer portal somewhere, which again, don't know the names, didn't really care to look because you thought you had to go all in on, you know, two yeah. of these three guys didn't get them. It's probably going to be someone Kobe Webster level, you know, transferring from Western Illinois up. You can play a role. Kobe Webster definitely had a role at Nebraska, not a star. Not a lead role, yeah. So in that case, Trick, you are almost 100% banking on internal development. 
in case they tell Minaga taking that next step, and Jamarcus Lawrence getting more consistent, at CJ Wilcher getting more consistent, at Ramel Lloyd being ready from day one mm-hmm. as a redshirt freshman. Not to say it's impossible, but Strick, that's a lot to ask of a lot of guys to even get back to 500 where you finished this year. You're so right. It's like, it's like all of these pieces. Okay, I guess a good analogy for me is like this. Tetris, right? Mm-hmm. How the things come down and you have to shape them, move them to be able to fit in a specific way in order for you to be able to not die, mm-hmm. right? That's what it feels like for Nebraska right now. It's like everything has to fit perfectly in a way, I think, for them to have success. I'm not saying, you know, they can't win games. I'm saying stepping up from where you were. I think, Make a postseason tournament. Uh, yeah, listen, I think you're right. I think, I think, you know, 500 this year is a loss. You've got to, to you've, okay, you, you, you surpass expectations. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're on the verge of breaking through, you know, a couple games here and there, maybe that Purdue win, a couple games here and there, you break through, but you can't be there. You can't be stagnant there. Five, Hammond text line 402-464-5685 or those on the stream. If you're listening right now to the sound of my voice, listen. What is success for Nebraska this year? I want I, I talk to me. Talk 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 to me, Austin. Tell, what do you view? I say postseason definitely, I think, has mm-hmm. to be. I don't care which one it is, something. Um, but I think you've you you've been at that bottom tier, and I said success was that. I mm-hmm. think you gotta be um, you know, I'm not saying nine, I'm not even saying eight. I'm saying you need to be up in that six, seven range for me. That's the jump I'm talking about. You've been at 10. You've been at that, you know, play well, that first game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So you made some but stagnation in this year with a down. Tell me in the Big Ten who's going to be the one that emerged. If Zach Eady jumps over and goes into the NBA, what do they got? Indiana. Down TJD. What do they got? Miss, Miss, Michigan State. Great oh, coaching. They're going to have some dogs. They're going to have some guys. Illinois? Who knows? I mean, Northwestern lost two of their best guards. Wisconsin gets everyone back, but that wasn't a good team this year. It wasn't great. Now, you got great leadership. We'll see. We'll see. Ohio State could be dangerous. They're bringing a lot back, but really down this year. Michigan up in the air. Talk to me. Hunter Dickinson hasn't even figured it out yet. Maryland? Who knows? Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You have no clue. You can really, this was, I think this was a great opportunity for them if they could have landed. I mean, it's not over. You still got some time, but help me to find out where it's going to come from. Strick, that's what I don't know. Because if you stay at 500 again this coming season, that's a step backwards because you were expected to take that next step. This was supposed to be the foundational year yeah. to leap forward and missing out on the guys that you did. Again, not saying it's impossible, but you better be right about the guys on your roster. <laughs> Them Tetris things better fall in the right. I mean, uh, they got to uh-huh. all come out right. You need to know. You know, mm-hmm. it's different playing when when playing that game. If you guys are big gamers, you don't understand what I'm saying. There's a way that you can play the game where you can see what's coming next. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a way to play where you don't know what's coming next, and you've got to figure it out on the move. 
that's what it seems like Nebraska's situation is. They don't know what's coming out next, and they've got to just, oh, we got to make this adjustment. We got to make this change. We got we to gotta shape and mold this. Who's going to be the team? Who's going to step up? Who's going to get busy in the summer? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the, what I'm watching for. And that, to me, Strick, the the not knowing what's coming felt like the first three years of Fred Hoiberg, the grab bag. Who can we get? How many stars were by their name? Can we get them to campus? There was at least a plan last offseason. You, you target Greasel. You get Van Mel and Gary out of the portal. Key additions that, that fit the culture you wanted to build. Whatever the plan was this offseason was either A, a bad plan, or B, it didn't work. So now, even if you had the ability to see in the future, you gave that up. It's gone. And now you're left dealing with, honestly, kind of the scraps of the transfer portal. You are. Right now. And and that's a problem. And you so better hope you hit. You better. <laughs> and that raises this question to me, Strick. You has better it, hope you hit like Kansas State. Go ahead. Has it been a lost offseason for Nebraska basketball now? I mean, I, I, I would say there's got to be worry. There's got to be concern. Mm-hmm. Because, let's, other than Hunter Dickinson right now, when you're looking in there, most of the guys, when I look at their number, the big the big one's gone. The, the mm-hmm. ones that you know can go, for the most part, there might be a couple, uh, you know, sparsed out in there a little bit or something, sprinkled out in there. But we are uncertain. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, then you've got to figure out, do they fit? Are they cultural type of guys? Do they, um, is there, uh, do they have something we can build off of? Um, you really got to do your work. Like this is now you probably got to work harder than you. You've got to be watching film. You've got to be going and really checking them out. Go and watch them work out. Go and check them out in the, uh, in the summer, uh, have conversations around their whole sphere of influence. You gotta, you gotta do work now, like real work. Cause you need to find out for sure, for sure what you're getting. Just looking at the guard. So I'm on the, the on three guard rankings. Yeah. Just just a few names to throw out there. Not that we've heard anything about them, but just options. Uh, Elijah Hawkins, sophomore from Howard, is in the transfer portal. He's 5'11", 150. That's not Big Ten size. No. Probably across him off the list. Posh Alexander, 5'11", 200. Played against him a few times when he's at St. John's. Streaky shooter at best. Not sold on him. Uh, Andre Curbelo has been around the Big Ten. We know what that experience is like. I don't think that's what Nebraska needs, mm-hmm. that style of player. Um, Aaron Euless from Iowa in the transfer portal. Not sold on him. Yeah. It, fine. Not consistent starter level in the Big Ten, I don't think. And then you're kind of getting down into the weeds. But the point of bringing this up is any guard that you would have heard of before is off the market. Yeah. Those ships have absolutely sailed. So again, you either got a guy out there like an Arturo, Arturo Morris. Um, I I remember him out of Dallas. He's got some of those dreaded character questions. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So you've got to really do your work. It's not going to just, it's not, there's nothing falling in your lap. Um, I don't think, I, I don't think us on the basketball side of things have great NIL potentials. Hmm. Uh, to really be out and go out and steal somebody. Uh, I think we got, I think Fred and the group has worked. They worked hard to try to land more NIL situations and opportunities. But um, in the meantime, in between time, it's, it's, it's competitive out there. And I think other teams probably doing a little bit better than us right now. Um, 
we've got a great brand. Nebraska has a great brand, but the brand isn't going to land. <laughs> the brand is not going to yeah, land. Right. It only solely, mm-hmm. not not only on the brand. You're gonna you're gonna have to do a little bit more uh, to you know mm-hmm. get these young young men to make a decision to come here, and uh, you know why, you know why. That's why I was kind of dumbfounded by uh, Jameson Battle. I, I was, that really threw me for a loop. I was like, really? So to me, great player, but that. Uh, you know, maybe it's a losing culture mentality. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know what's behind his decision. Uh, uh, but Dion Pryor says, no, be patient. Uh, come on now. Uh, Fred's fine. There's over 1,500 players in the portal. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players in there. But I'm saying you're going to have to do some work. And, there's, and and that's like hitting the lottery, hitting the miss. Go ahead. I get what Dion's saying about be patient. There's that many players. But here's the thing. Guys get snapped up in the transfer portal. They don't wait around. They like right. to make their decisions quickly. Yeah. Nebraska was patient. Nebraska fans were patient, right? They saw Joe Girard go in the portal, go out. They saw Kirk Creesa visit and go to West Virginia. Uh, again, two guys that I don't think would have been the best fit, but at least had high major experience. Because you're waiting. You're being patient with Wright Cell and with Salas. That was what being patient was. And now they're gone. No, the time isn't to be patient because, yes, there are that many players in the portal, but Strick, of those, say, 1,500 that's left, maybe the, can 10, maybe can, can 20%, 20 maybe 20% were, were really solid. You might have four. That's when it started. Three to five not percent, right. That's what I'm saying. Starting three to 5% of them are gems, diamonds in the rough that you're just like, you know, they came from like a Western Kentucky. You know, even like Latrell Rysell Jr., I think he fits in that category, mm-hmm. right? Then you have those those premiums, which are gone. So now you've got to be thinking that out of those 1,500, only really 24%. That, I mean, I think if you did the, the math of it, it's like between 24, 24 and 28% really land in better situations than what they, mm-hmm. what they left from. Mm-hmm. So that number's already shrunk. And that's... 300 players. There are 363 yeah. teams in Division One men's basketball. Yeah. So you're looking at less than one per team, and you're looking at a lot of the same schools going for the same guys. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we know all Division One isn't created equal. I know, you know, Florida Atlantic and Fairleigh Dickinson did their best to make us say, oh, Division One's all the same. It's not. We know the Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC, the Big East, Big 12 are different. Mm-hmm. There's just not that many difference makers left at this point. Yeah, and, and they, may go, they may go cross. Like I was saying, uh, I think this is what I think the portal more than anything is providing a lot more parity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the littler schools are getting better For because sure. the littler schools have to do the work. They don't have the big budgets to just kind of be lazy and sit down on and just rely on your brands. And, you know, they don't they don't have that. So mm-hmm. they got to go and do the work. They gotta go and dig, and they gotta they gotta they gotta be miners and mm-hmm. start going into the coal mines and getting dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what they've got to do, and and sometimes they find those gems, and this is why you see what happens a lot of the times. Sometimes they're undersized. Marks Noel. That the only reason Marks Noel wasn't in a you know doing his thing in a big time program is only because of his size. He was just overlooked because of his size, but then mm-hmm. he showed and proved that he can o- overcome that. So there's a lot of guys still out there like that. 
You hope Nebraska finds one. Hope they do. That'll uh, put a bow on the Nebraska basketball transfer discussion for now until we uh, you know, get some more news out of that, positive or negative. We're going to talk some Husker baseball and football with Evan Bland here uh, in the next segment before we get to the shootout with Strick. And then in our number two, what we got for you, uh, we will be talking some NFL headlines. You and I haven't talked about the Aaron Rodgers trade. We'll go over that. Uh, the five players that got busted for gambling uh, in the NFL last week, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, and then some Nebraska football players in the portal. How does Nebraska respond moving forward? All that and more as we continue on the block. Evan Bland at the Omaha World Herald comes up next.